Welcome to the Moon and You podcast. My name is Susan Hart. Together, we will explore the many aspects of the female menstrual cycle and weave into the conversation aspects of the full and new moon phases that impact on our emotional and physical body. There is an ancient calling in all of us to lift our heads and acknowledge the moon. Come with us as we explore ways to anchor ourselves in her energies, bring stability to our own cycles, and learn to make the most of each week by learning what hormones govern our days. I am so grateful you are here. Welcome, moon lovers everywhere. Today we're talking about the new moon in Virgo occurring on the 17th of September 2020. And the theme is about empowering yourself through service. And here to co-anchor the podcast with me is my beloved friend, Kerry Hurrigan. Hello, Kerry. Sue, how are you going? I'm good. We just had the most amazing time outside taking some photos, we didn't did. we? We did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was always great fun. Yes. Yep. Always laying down is better because as you age, dear listeners, it's always good to either have it so that your, your chin is lifted to the sky <laughs> or you're lying down. It's great. Yes. Gravity <laughs> pulls it all back. Yes. So, yeah. I'm just going to dive in, mate. Just go straight in and talk us through the new moon in Virgo mm-hmm. and all the deliciousness about it. Okie doke. This is happening on the 16th and 17th. Us being in the Southern Hemisphere, we get it a day earlier and it is happening at 25 degrees in Virgo. Just a couple of things to mention, Sue. We still have Saturn, Pluto and Jupiter all together in Capricorn and we have numerous retrograding planets as well, which are Saturn, Pluto, Neptune, Mars, Chiron, Eris and Uranus. These are all retrograding at the moment. We have Mars has started its retrograding motion in Aries, which is its own natural sign, and it is together there with Eris. We did a special podcast uh, talking about Eris. She is the female awakener representing discord and chaos. And if you put her together with Mars, he's about initiation, assertiveness, and aggression. So when you put these two together, they will they'll be coming together regularly in Aries during this time and they are squaring uh, Saturn, Pluto and Jupiter. Uh, Saturn in its own sign of Capricorn rules structures in business and government and the squaring angle adds to the intensity of the Capricorn stellium which is also dealing with Mars and Eris there together. This suggests the continual exposure of lies and corruption and the continual breaking down of the patriarchy. So the retrograding motion when planets appear to stop motion and go backwards and this of course is an illusion and it's because we are viewing it from the earth. A good analogy is when you are in traffic and you catch up to the car in the lane beside you and it looks like the wheels are actually going backwards when in fact you're well both of you are moving forward the retrograde motion which helps us to throw off things that no longer serving us your theme for this podcast which is perfect for this it helps us slow down and to re-examine what area these planets are transiting in our own individual lives so it's always a really good idea to get a copy of your own birth chart you can you can get it from numerous websites i think 
astro.com is is the best one it's free um and you can create your own birth chart from there okay so with these transiting planets moving through our charts this gives us the ability with the help of virgo to analyze and see where you can find the truth that correlates to these positions the, the positions where the planets are So that takes me to the moon. The moon is our internal world of emotions and feelings. It is our instinctive emotional reactions and responses and what makes us feel comfortable and safe. So I say this every time, I stress on this every time, I cannot stress enough on it that our emotional security can only come from within when we put our security in things in people outside of us or things outside of us and they leave or they're taken away, we can go into a life crisis and we are pretty much facing the things that are leaving us on a daily basis during this pandemic. So we're always constantly being challenged there. The moon represents the energy of the mother, the home, the past, our emotional needs and what fulfills us on a daily basis. So that will depend on where your natal moon is placed. It is reflective and nurturing. It shows us how well we are were nurtured as a child and how we nurture others intuitive and sensitive it rules the breast stomach which is the seat of the emotions and the female hormones in evolutionary astrology we see the moon as representing our ego so when you consider how close the ego and the emotions are uh, as we go through life we mature we develop and grow through our emotional body and it all starts with knowledge there is a distortion of the moon and that can be overly sensitive emotionally self-indulgent indecisive irrational and moody and when we come from a position of our emotions and and we react on them that is when we become irrational now the new moon phase is just as it says it is the beginning of a new cycle and this is where we set our intentions and plant the seeds of what we desire to bring it into the physical world it is also described as instinctual emergence and it has an aries like quality to it taking us to virgo virgo is a mutable earth sign ruled by mercury and its natural home is in the sixth house like all earthly signs, it brings our concepts and ideas into the physical world, providing the systems and processes to do so. It rules the pancreas, small intestine and digestion. Virgo is often related to perfection. This is a thing that we, interestingly, people have a thing about everything has to be perfect. I'm not perfect. So one cannot start at perfection. Therefore, one of the biggest lessons Virgo has is understanding there is a process in reaching perfection. Therefore, Virgo gives us the ability to adjust, fine tune and discern within the process to reach perfection. You can't reach perfection by standing still, but to keep moving forward one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. There's no race to perfection itself. Virgo is the sign that transitions us from our own world into the world of others and shows us what is lacking. This actually comes from Pisces. It's polarity. <laughs> we become very aware of how we, what we are lacking in or what we perceive that we are lacking in. When we leave Leo, often said to you that um, it's like a pyramid. That's what we're taught in evolutionary astrology. It's like a pyramid. We go from Aries to Leo, which is the top of the pyramid. When we get to Virgo, it's flipped on its head. And Virgo transitions from 
ourselves to others and we see that now we're entering into the world of others. Mm. This transitional time can be a little stressful if we're looking at lacking and and imperfections. With the sensing of what is lacking, we can buy into the blaming of others by judging, criticising and making known what is wrong. If we continue to give to this energy, we will continue to have the same issues over and over and wonder why things are the way they are and when we don't want them to be. What we must realise is it is not what is lacking nor what is wrong, but continuing to put our energy into these very things, keeping us in that direction, leaving us wondering why things don't change. Mm. This Isn't that interesting? It was, it was a real realisation for me personally because I have a Virgo rising sign. It creates a crisis and here is where Virgo can really shine by bringing things to a crisis so order can be created. For example, criticisms and judgment of others and ourselves create feelings of lack and guilt. And this is, you may remember I mentioned guilt with Pisces. So with Virgo, there's a lot of guilt, huge amount of guilt. Virgo analyzes what isn't working and looks at what will work with the help of its polarity sign of Pisces. So what that means is that with Pisces being the end of the the last sign of the zodiac, it's at the end of a cycle, the next sign being Aries, which is the beginning of a new cycle. So Pisces says this over here, opposite you, this is your potential. This is the completion of your potential your highest potential and people may have heard authors many people have said you want to look at what your highest potential is and I didn't really know what that meant really Mm. but that's what Pisces does so Pisces can make anything happen you've heard me say I think I even said it in the last podcast that Pisces and the 12th house which is Pisces natural Uh, house that it rules is where magic happens so if you can I think Bob Proctor there's a man called Bob Proctor and he says if you can see it in your if you can see it in your mind you can hold it in your hand I think that's amazing even if you just took that one thing with you all day so this is where I recommend the work of Byron Katie because of this process that she has and Virgo will help distinguish what is needed and what should be discarded so in the body this is why it rules the digestive system so while ever we're looking at the past we actually turn our back on our future we turn our back on our potential I think that's incredible if you focus on criticism and judgment of somebody else or yourself then you're ignoring what could be so Suze there's a dance that takes place with all the signs and their polar opposites and it's with this of course it's Virgo and Pisces and Pisces tells us that there is a part of a bigger picture and not to focus on the lack but to keep adjusting fine-tuning and discerning on its way to potential perfection Virgo learns how to serve others so when the sun is in Virgo we can feel at times persecuted and unappreciated this is where we look at our boundaries especially our healthy boundaries for unconditional love there must be healthy boundaries in healthy and respectful ways this can mean this is time to speak up about something or perhaps even look at where or if you are acting superior to others and you are the one 
who is in need of the lesson of learning respect. That's a hard one, that one. This could be a lifetime to naturally atone and to make amends for prior wrongs and transgressions in serving the whole. So your theme about serving starts with us, doesn't it? Virgo is the healer of the zodiac and it takes its self-healing to the next level in facing reality, grounding itself to reach for the stars. So it learns from its own pain. It understands its pain and therefore that's how it can help others people deal with their pain things like standing up for those who cannot stand up for themselves like the animals and those who are downtrodden you treat others as you would like to be treated so healing by understanding our fears and letting go of guilt criticism shame and resentment of others and ourselves so what what happens is you let the emotional the emotions or the emotional upheavals come to the surface and you analyze them. This is what Virgo does. Look at reality and set yourself free, really. That's really what you're trying to do. It is truly taking self-love to the next level and be very gentle with yourself as your emotional body will always tell you where your life is. By using the brilliance of Virgo in making changes, you can you can by adjusting and fine-tuning and adapting to make yourself feel a lot better. So there's also a distortion of Virgo, and that comes with focusing on the lack, with criticism and judgment. When we do this, as I've said, we turn our backs on the future, our potential, our freedom, and the good we can do in the world in the service to others. And that's it from me. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. What? That was a lot. It was a huge, it was, and it was a lot. It's like it's... You uh, know what I'm like. I'm, I can't, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to put it all together in my brain. So I will be brief. <laughs> How does all this wonderful energy coincide with the menstrual cycle? Well, thank you, Kerry, for that information. That was amazing. Let me give you a couple of facts around the menstrual cycle now. Week one, when I was a younger woman, cramps and back pain were my biggest issues during my moon time. Now, remember, we've changed the word period to (laughs) moon time, which I think is a more gentle and more loving way to call it. Not so clinical, is it? I'm getting my period or I'm on my moon time. Love it. So much better. I always applied a hot water bottle to my abdomen and took aspirin to get me through the day. Heat therapy works by relaxing the muscles of the uterus. The reason why I'm saying this is that I did not know why heat helped. Yeah, why does it help? Yes, thank you for asking. (laughs) (laughs) Heat therapy works by relaxing the muscles of the uterus, increasing blood flow and easing pain. The hot water bottle. Mm. And aspirin is a synthetic version of salicylic acid. And salicy, salicic, <laughs> salicylic acid is a naturally occurring compound which can be isolated from the bark of the willow tree. <gasps> now, we have these beautiful natural herbs and barks and things that the earth has given us. And our ancestors knew about this. So the bark of the willow tree, okay, how you can actually do it, you can have it in a tea. You can actually buy willow bark tea. Really? Yes. And sipping that 
can help with menstrual cramps. So instead of reaching for aspirin, which is a man-made synthetic compound, try willow bark. Now, the other, the other natural therapy would be the sage essential oil with a carrier oil like coconut oil works wonders when rubbed on the abdomen and the back. So sage is renowned for calming the nervous system and bringing the body back to homeostasis. So I think this podcast for me is about remedies. Mm. I want to be able to share some of the remedies that I've been sort of researching for you. So my remedies to follow for this week are ensure you have a hot water bottle or a heat pack. Make yourself a cup of willow bark tea and sip slowly. I will put a link in the, the notes so that you can actually go to where the willow bark tea is. Lie down and elevate your legs by putting a pillow under your knees as well, which is really important. And lie on your side, usually on your left-hand side, and bring your knees up to your chest because you, the, all the digestive juices, when you lay on your left-hand side, it's a lot easier to digest food as well. So lie on your left-hand side, pull your knees up as well with a little hot water bottle and just rest in that mm. moment. And don't think it's a burden to look after yourself in this manner. Look forward to it. I just think that women have an opportunity to go, right, it's week one, I'm on my moon. And even if you have children and even if you have a husband or a wife or if you have a partner or whatever is going on in your life, you can surely take out some time. It is your choice to carve out time for yourself to do this naturally and in a calm manner. That is absolutely true about looking after yourself. The new moon is, is ideal for looking after your well-being, health mm. and nutrition regime, well-being being your mind, mm. all of that sort of thing. What we put into our bodies is everything and how we feel physically and emotionally. True? Yes, yeah. true. Help your wonderful body by making necessary changes by treating it like a temple. Mm. Consider what it does for you. And we can treat it so terribly at times. We say awful, hurtful things to it. It is innocent and it is always operating at its premium. Following your theme of service to yourself, Sue, treat yourself better and then we treat everyone else better. Mm. Perfection. It's perfect. I love it. It's Virgo. Perfection. (laughs) Perfection. Week two. There is so much power in the second week of your cycle, and we have spoken about this over the last three years on our podcast about how week two is so powerful. And this is due to the increasing levels of estrogen and endorphins rising together with estrogen. So if you are prone to stress, and let's face it, who isn't these days, then you might feel like doing more this week than other days. If you have time, why not boost your hormonal level and reach out to someone and simply be kind and ask if you can be of service to them. Hear me out before you say, oh my God, what? I have so much on my plate and you want me to what? Be of service to somebody else? Go and ask somebody if I can be of service? Yes. And I'll tell you why. Being of service to people is not only a noble and honourable thing to do, but it helps you to feel better. Mm. I'm all about being selfish. I get it. So it's all about you. This is still about you. It's going to help you feel better. This is due to the hormone oxytocin. Oxytocin is a hormone secreted by the 
posterior lobe of the pituitary gland, a pea-sized structure at the base of the brain. It's sometimes known as the love hormone because it is released when people snuggle or bond socially. And this is the hormone that pregnant women have. And when the babies arrive, oxytocin is very prevalent for the baby and the mother to bond. Mm. And it's been also known in a Japanese study that when humans and dogs look in each other's eyes and the bond happen, if you take the sample of the urine out of the wolf, out of the dog, and the sample out of a human, oxytocin is present. Is that right? That's how the bonding agent happens. So true. That's amazing. Mm. And so if you want to increase your oxytocin and you want to love and you want to feel that juiciness happening, be of service to somebody. It's a genuine Mm. service, not an obligation. Like when you're serving dinner or if if your husband's serving or your partner's serving your dinner, say, I'll wash up. I'll clear the table. I'll wash up. Be of an act of service to them or something that's out of the ordinary and see how you feel. Write it down. Can even be the smallest thing like letting somebody in in traffic. Yes, absolutely. Because it makes you feel good. Yeah. Well, there's nothing more fulfilling and rewarding than doing something for someone. This is, you know, our true nature. It really is. A good week to make amends and atone because it purifies. Virgo purifies. That's what the energy of Virgo does. Have no expectations of the other. As you said, you are bonding and you can bond with something that is so powerful, which is love. That's unconditional and universal. You cannot know what anyone else really feels. You can only know what you feel. You feel love for another. You feel love for yourself and vice versa. You will have the confidence this week to do that. So make yourself a promise. Let go of all the guilt, all the criticism, judgment, shame and resentment and make it a daily practice and show love to yourself. Yes. Love to yourself. It's so important. So week four. For women with low progesterone levels during the last seven days of their menstrual cycle. Are we on week four or week three? Week three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Week three, ladies. I'm so sorry about that. Okay. Glad it's not me this time. dear. (laughs) Dear, oh, dear. Life is starting to slow down this week. Thanks to the sedating hormone of progesterone. And you might be looking for comforting activities. One of my comforting activities, Kerry, was eating. Mine still is. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) Great. A gentle reminder is given to pay attention to your body straight after ovulation. As soon as your egg is released, estrogen falls away and it can take a little time for the body to adjust. After a few days, both progesterone and estrogen rise again with progesterone being the dominant hormone until the start of your next period. It is normal and natural to feel a bit slower during this phase of your cycle. And it's such a wonderful week to enjoy the softer side of life, like reading books, creating art, learning to meditate, or begin a deep prayer routine. And prayer and meditation, they're very, very similar. So whatever you subscribe to, I encourage you to do it daily and to just feel the softness of this week because this new moon is about new beginnings. So what in your meditations and in your prayers can you bring to this new beginning as well? 
I just think it's such a it's such a beautiful week. I mm. love week three. If you can become aware of that terrible hump of day 15 where your estrogen crashes, if you become aware of that and don't allow that to ruin your entire week, you can really have an amazing, natural, gorgeous, slowing down week. So I used to find that a surprise. I didn't know. I was up in the clouds doing all sorts of things and all of a sudden I don't feel like it. Mm. I don't want to do it. Mm. And I would think, what is wrong mm. with me? And I'd try to do it, mm. just couldn't. Mm. I thought this was a great time to like to be in nature because the slowing down in this week. I mean, Virgo is an earth sign. Loosen up, do things that make you feel good. If you, if you feel good, you act differently. You think differently. Getting rid of clutter and keeping what is useful as to what is useless, whether it's cleaning out the cupboards or it's in your thinking. In Australia, we are entering spring and it's always a good time for a clean out. It's something we do naturally too and start a meditation practice. Meditate. It doesn't matter what sign we're in. I think meditation is, that's where your respite is, isn't it? Most definitely. Mm. Yeah, most definitely. Now week four. (laughs) (laughs) For women with low progesterone levels during the last seven days of their menstrual cycle, this is a most challenging time. Low progesterone levels together with low estrogen can cause energy zapping symptoms like, and we all have it, headaches, bloating, cramping, migraines, hair loss, Skin irritations, um, you know. Hair loss. Yeah. Excuse me for yeah. just a moment. <laughs> hair loss. Yes. Hair loss. Because of stress. Even... Well, because... My hair used to f- come out. Yeah. When you're under stress, the body shuts down superfluous things. And if you're under stress for many, many years, you might be experiencing <gasps> hair loss. Mm. God. Yeah, I know. I've just had... You had an epiphany, didn't you? I have had... Well, I've had recall... <laughs> About, I don't know, maybe a thousand times just in that minute mm. where I've combed my hair and I've thought, look at all the hairs mm. falling out. Yeah, can. can. It's been a, it's, it's quite interesting to read up on that. Really interesting. This is why stress is poison. Adrenaline is only there to be used for fighting or fleeing or hiding. Mm. We live in such a stressful life. We've got to learn to get oxytocin into our body. We've got to learn to calm ourselves down. And the only way we can do that is through meditation, through food, and through exercise and walking. We've got to do it. Let me continue. So how can we maintain high levels of progesterone while avoiding synthetic pills, potions, and lotions? How? How can we do that? (laughs) Are you asking me? The answer comes from food, Kerry. The answer is food. Oh, thank Can God. I that? thought you were asking me. <laughs> so while foods don't necessarily contain progesterone, some foods may help stimulate the body's production of progesterone. So these include beans, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, all the bees, cabbage, cauliflower, kale, nuts, pumpkin, spinach, and whole grains. Right. Now, be mindful of whole grains because I find that wheat can cause me a lot of issues. Mm. We won't go there. I'm not a nutritionist, but this is what my research has come out 
to find about progesterone. Some foods are also associated with lowering the amount of estrogen in the body, which could increase the ratio of progesterone to estrogen. So remember, in week three, we are wanting to maintain a high level of progesterone, especially if you're trying to fall pregnant. It's really important to do as much as you can to have that high progesterone level there. Incorporating these foods into your diet could help boost natural progesterone levels. Have a go. Experiment with it. Let us know how you go with that. Mm. That would be really good. Because I would love to hear stories about women who are beating PMS, who are really finding the light in their PMS stories. And I want to know about it. Is what we're saying helping you? Over the last, I think, six podcasts or the last three months at least, we've been talking about this and all this information has come from a really amazing lady called Dr. Libby Weaver and I have been following her for a long time now and her book Woman Wellness oh I don't even have it in front of me and I can't remember it because I'm menopausal it's sorry <laughs> beg your pardon it's Woman's <laughs> Wellness Wisdom that's her book and I would encourage all my listeners to go out and get it buy it absorb it it is amazing I always learn something. I'm amazed at what I learn from you. About the hair thing. Hmm. <laughs> Wish I'd have known. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I know, I know. anyway. Well, this week can bring on the self criticism and judgment to others and ourselves, and there is a tendency to play the blame game, hmm. which also conjures up. Then you get the feelings of guilt. And then you start to criticise yourself and then you resent others and yourself and it can be a real hell. This is what used to happen to me. You need something that will interrupt that thinking. So remember, while ever you are focusing on the lack, and I'm trying to get this message out to people, you turn your back on your ultimate potential and your freedom. So make it a daily practice to keep letting go of it all. It does not serve you or anyone else. And let's face it, no one wants to be around somebody like that either. Exactly. So it is very, very important to be gentle and kind to yourself. You may have to find respite to calm your stressful mind. And there is a wonderful video that I mentioned last podcast from Louise Hay, and it's called Letting Go of Fear, Guilt, Resentment and Criticism. And also use the meditation, and there's some great meditations on the Moon and You app. Yes, there are indeed. And there's going to be a couple more as well once we redevelop it Mm. and redesign it. So we're going to have the Moon phases as part of the app as well lovely that's going yeah. to be very exciting so but they can still access the meditations, meditations absolutely okay. yes absolutely well thank you darling kerry oh thank you sue it's... glad you teach me so much you know mm, you teach me I'm so too. glad you do all this research <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while but I do it because it's um, it just fascinates me as well. I just love it so can much. I, can I just ask one question? With the food that you were talking about, mm. I noticed that all the things you were saying were all natural. Mm. No man-made stuff, no, no. preservatives. No. Oh, no. We aren't, I think that we live in a delusional world. In the 70s, we had so much fast food packaging and it was supposed to save us time. Mm. All that it has done is filled our land with crap and filled our bodies with crap. No wonder our bodies are exhausted, overweight, overstressed. If we could just get back to simple food, 
whole food, grow your own food mm. and make it from scratch. It would be so much better for you. Mm. Well, they say that we're never been a time where we have been so overweight and we're starving to death yeah. and so at the same time yeah, yeah, because the food lacks so much of nutrients and minerals that we need in oh. our daily diet. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And it's one day I'll do a podcast about my views on all that sort of yeah. stuff. But, um, but for now, my dear friends, my dear listeners, it has been a privilege to have you with us today as always. And it is our hope that you will just be spared years of yearning, years of anguish and like sorrow. And if you can cut it out so that your 30 years between the ages of 20 and 50, those years are full and nourishing and you are aware of what's happening with your body. Mm. So you're not sort of fluffing around. And finding your way in the dark. Finding your way in the dark. Thank you, Carrie. Perfect words. So from me to you, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, Sue. Thank you, Carrie.